You're listening to Language Casters Football Language Podcast. Hello everyone, my name is Damien and I'm here in a very sunny London uh, looking forward to another great weekend of football action. Uh, hopefully Damon is on the other end of the line in Tokyo, Japan. Damon, how are you doing? Damien, good to hear you. I'm doing well and looking forward to the football. The cherry blossoms are out here in Japan and even though today's a bit rainy, uh, it feels like spring is here, which means it must be the final leg of the season. Now it's been a busy week of football here in England with a, a set of midweek fixtures also taking place as we reach the business end of the season. Now I was um, very happy with Spurs as they managed two away victories and we'll be looking back at some of those games and stories in our good, the bad and the ugly section later on. Damon, what else do we have on this week's show? Well, we have an interview with Middlesbrough fan Marie O'Sullivan from the Sanaco website and she'll be talking about her favourite football cliché and her team's chances of staying up this season. We also have a couple of new football language phrases from the week, joint bid and slide rule pass. Of course, we'll finish up with our predictions, which features uh, Marie's team Middlesbrough, Borough, as well as Chelsea and Tottenham. Talk to a gay languagecaster.com. Yes, you are listening to languagecaster.com, and that was in Irish. Now remember, you can record the message, you are listening to Languagecaster in your language, and we'll play it on our show. Just send it on to admin at languagecaster.com. Now, next up, we have our review of the football week in the good, the bad and the ugly. Damien, what was good this week? Congratulations to Celtic, who have won their sixth Scottish Premiership title in a row after defeating Hearts 5-0 last weekend. Now, this is Celtic's 48th domestic league title. And after winning the League Cup, they are now attempting to win a domestic treble by defeating their city rivals Rangers in the Scottish Cup semi-final later this month. They are also currently unbeaten in the league, an amazing 30 games, and are hoping to become the first team since 1899 to remain unbeaten in a Scottish league season. Well done to them. How about some bad from the week, Damon? Yeah, well, well done to Celtic. Well, bad, it was not such good news for Liverpool striker Sadio Mane as he injured his knee in the 3-1 derby win over Everton last weekend. And this injury will rule him out for the rest of the season. The Senegalese player has missed only five games this season. Five games in which the Reds failed to win. Ouch. Which underlines how important the player is for the team as they push on for a Champions League spot. Now, what about ugly? Well, Damon, even though the women's game appears to have come a long way, there are still stories that upset football fans of all genders. Two in particular emerged this week. The first involved the Irish women's football team, who threatened to go on strike as they felt they had been treated badly by the Irish Football Association, the FAI. It seems sad that the FAI were not able to support the national side And though the situation was resolved, it shows that not everyone is interested in promoting or simply supporting the women's game. Yeah, indeed. And and the second one? Well, Sunderland manager David Moyes was in trouble this week after a video emerged of him saying he might give Vicky Sparks, a, a BBC reporter, a slap 
if she continued to ask difficult questions. Now, he later apologised and said that he deeply regretted his comments. But I wonder, would Moyes have said that to a male reporter? Yeah, not the kind of news Moyes wants. And even though he was meant to be a joking, that kind of joke shows how out of touch he is. And no, he wouldn't have said that to a male reporter. Hi, my name is Joe. I'm a York City FC fan. And you're listening to languagecaster.com. Now, remember that you can follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at languagecaster. And you can find us on Facebook, uh, Learning English Through Football. And we'd like to say hi to all those who followed or liked us recently, including uh, Zozo, uh, Ukamaka and Yeye. Uh, we also have an Instagram page where we've recently posted pictures from the London Stadium in springtime, which, of course, is West Ham's home ground. And I've just taken one from my balcony to show you the sunny conditions here in London. And uh, of course, Tokyo, where Damon, you, you took some photos of your Merseyside derby experience last week. Good fun, Damon? It was excellent, Damien. Although I was so happy about the result, I posted a photo on Instagram claiming a 3-0, not 3-1, victory. Now remember, of course, you can also contact us directly at admin at languagecaster.com with any questions about football. We'd love to hear from you and hear what you think of the show. All right, and next up, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's Marie, uh, one of the special guests, uh, with an interview about her team and uh, some of her favorite cliches. You are listening to languagecaster.com. Now, next up, we're going to be talking to Marie O'Sullivan, who uh, works for Sanico. Um, hello, Marie. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm not too bad. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about your site? I will. So, thelanguagepoint.com is a free-to-use website for language teachers and learners all around the world. There's listening activities, speaking practice, anything you like to help you improve your language skills. So, take a look. Yeah, it's, it's a great site, actually. I've been there. Some really, really uh, good materials for teachers and for learners. Um, now, Marie, this is a, a football language podcast. Uh, what's your favorite mm-hmm. football team? My team is Middlesbrough because I grew up in that part of the country. So tough times, but still behind the borough. Now, uh, we have uh, lots of football language here at languagecaster.com, and we like to talk about football cliches. Do you have a favorite or a, or a least favorite football cliche? My favourite one is from the olden days of football when commentators would talk about turning on a sixpence. In fact, they still do talk about it. I mean, a sixpence is, it's an old coin, right? It is. It's a a tiny little coin that we had about 40 years ago. So I guess the idea is the player gets the ball and turns away from his marker really, really quickly on the spot and then gets away from the, the, the marker. Damon, can you think of any players who can turn on a sixpence? Besides myself? (laughs) Well, I suppose players with good technique and also those who have a low centre of gravity, Maradona, Messi. Um, Here's Garth Crooks on the BBC website talking about Southampton's Marco Gabardini from the League Cup final a few weeks ago. He said, it was his second goal that put Southampton level that did it for me to turn on a sixpence, provide Chris Smalling no opportunity to intervene which means he left Smalling for dead as he turned away quickly and left the defenders behind him. Great stuff. And uh, thanks to Marie for that cliche. And we'll be adding that one to our football glossary. 
where we have hundreds of football words and phrases. And remember, if you want to add some more or maybe even come on the show and talk about some football language, then drop us a line at admin at languagecaster.com. Yes, thanks for that, Marie. And we'll be hearing from her again later on in the show when we look at this week's predictions. Now, Damien, what football language have you come across this week? What's our first football language phrase this week? Uh, well, Damien, as we know, there are lots of different types of passes in football. Uh, a one-two, a hospital pass, yeah. and a through ball are some examples. Um, another one of these is slide rule pass. Now, a slide rule is a tool used by mathematicians and is associated with accuracy. And so a slide rule pass is an extremely accurate pass, one that often goes through a narrow or small space. And these kind of passes, although difficult to produce, tend to open up a defence to create a clear chance. So, for example, uh, Messi's slide rule pass opened up the opponent's defence. What other football language have you come across this week, Damon? Well, I'm going to talk about the phrase joint bid, as this emerged during this week when the CONCACAF president, Victor Montagliani, announced that three countries from his region, Canada, the USA and Mexico, are going to bid or ask for a chance to host the 2026 World Cup. Usually only one country bids for the right to hold the competition, but with the number of teams participating increasing, remember we will have 48 teams in the 2026 World Cup, it's now more difficult for one country to do this. Hence, a joint bid, a bid involving more than one country. Damien, do you know if this has ever happened before? Well, I know that the 2002 World Cup took place in both Japan and Korea, so they put forward a joint bid for that. Now, Damien, what games did you go to in that tournament? Well, I managed to see Mexico versus Ecuador and the quarterfinal between England and Brazil. How about you? I was at uh, seven different games, wow. including the Ireland-Germany game in Ibaraki. Um, and I was also at the opening game in Seoul, one of the semi-finals in Saitama, and the final in Yokohama. And that leads us on to our quiz question for the week. Yes, we would like to know which four countries Damien saw in the opening game in Seoul and the final in Yokohama in the 2002 World Cup. And we'll have the answer at the end of the show. Right, it's time for our weekly predictions competition. And apologies for those who were waiting for the midweek games. We didn't manage to include them on time. Oh, sorry, yes. So the overall scores for the season are, I'm on 212, and Damon, you're on 173. Getting closer. Now, remember, you can join our predictions and play in our monthly league or for the rest of the season by coming along to the site, languagecaster.com, and at the top of the page, you can see predictions competition. Click, sign up, or log in for free and enter your predictions. Now this week, Damon, we have a guest joining us for the predictions. Yes, we heard uh, Marie talking earlier, and here is what she said about three of the games taking place this weekend. Hi, my name's Izzy. I'm a fan of Dulwich Hamlets FC, and you're listening to languagecaster.com. Now, we also do predictions on our, on our site, on our podcast, and we're, we're focusing on three games this weekend, including your team, Middlesbrough, and they host mm -hmm. Burnley. What do you reckon? 
<laughs> well, we are a bit short of goals at the minute, but I can't lose faith, so I'm saying Borough 1, Burnley 0. I'm going to go for a... Sorry about this. I'm going to go for a 1-1 one, one draw. I mm, hope not. Mm. And the second game we're looking at is at the top of the table. It's Bournemouth against the leaders, Chelsea. What, what do you think? I think Chelsea have got this after a bit of a scare the other week, so I'm saying Bournemouth 1, Chelsea 2. Oh, as a Spurs fan, that's quite painful. I'm going to go for a 1-1 <laughs> draw to keep the faith. And talking of Tottenham, they host Watford this Saturday morning. What, what do you think? Uh, I think that's going to be quite comfortable for you, so I'm saying Spurs 2, Watford 0. I hope so, uh, although comfortable and Tottenham don't usually go hand in hand. I think it'll be 1 0 to Spurs. We'll see, we'll see. Marie, thank you so much. Just remind us again what's the website we should go along to? It's thelanguagepoints.com. Brilliant stuff. And we hope to hear from you soon, and good luck, Laura, this weekend. Thanks a lot. Thanks, nice to talk to you. So, Damon, what do you make of our predictions? Uh, Borough and Burnley? I'm going to agree with you and say a draw, but uh, nil-nil. Sorry, Marie. You might be right. How about Chelsea's trip to Bournemouth? Well, an easy win for the Blues. 2-0, just like Marie predicts. And Spurs-Watford? Damien, that's a home win. 3-1. Oof, I'm getting nervous. Great stuff. Uh, thanks again to Marie. <laughs> and if anyone would like to come on the show to talk about some football language or take part in our predictions, then drop us a line at admin at languagecaster.com now before we go we have the answer to this week's quiz question Damien you mentioned that you were at the opening game and the final of the 2002 World Cup in Korea Japan and we wanted to know which four teams were involved Damien Yes, the opener was a shock result as uh, Senegal defeated the then holders France 1-0 while in the final Brazil beat Germany 2-0 with a wonderful performance from Ronaldo, or Fenomeno. (laughs) Well done if you managed to get that right. And of course, we'll have another quiz question next week. So that's it for this week. Another big week of football's coming up. Any highlights, Damien? Well, the Champions League quarter-final first legs take place this week. Yes, Juventus versus Barcelona should be a cracker. Uh, That's a repeat of the final from two years ago, which we watched together, if you remember, in Tokyo, Damien, while Real Madrid faced Bayern Munich and, of course, Leicester City take on Atletico Madrid. It's going to be great. Now, next weekend is Easter a sure sign that the end of the season is approaching and we'll be focusing on the Chelsea Man United fixture and Liverpool away at West Brom. See you next week. Come on you Reds, to off. <laughs>